Are you ready, Flyer fans? It's the Anthony Grant Show. And Dayton has won! Dayton has won! All right, champion! Nailed it! Nailed it! It's the shot clock! He's got it! Presented by Bud Light and live from Frickers on Woodman Drive in Dayton. Tonight's show is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. The Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Frickers here on Woodman Drive, your home of fun, food, sports, and spirit, and the Anthony Grant Show for Flyer Basketball, our first show of this young season as we are joined by the coach, Anthony Grant. And uh, later on in this program, uh, Coach Rick Chamberlain will also be stopping by as we're in that overlap time of year, the Flyer football season winding down, heading into its final game of the week uh, at Jacksonville coming up this Saturday while this uh, Dayton basketball season is still very young. Two games uh, under your belt. Uh, Flyers are 2-0 and with a opening win over North Florida and then most recently in Saturday night, a win over Coppin State. Coach Grant with us uh, here again and. Uh, Welcome back. It just seems like it was a couple days ago we were sitting <laughs> sitting here in Frickers uh, talking about uh, talking about uh, the A10 tournament, but now it's a brand new season and uh, uh, your comfort level versus a year ago with this team, with your staff, with the whole situation. Um, how dramatically different is it? Well, you know, anytime you get a chance to go through a year, you know, you learn a lot about uh, your group. You learn a lot about yourself in terms of. What, what's needed, you know, and I think uh, having a year under our belt, the guys are much more familiar with myself and our staff in terms of, of what we what we want and, and who we want to be. And I think we're a lot more familiar from a personnel standpoint uh, with the guys in our program. And obviously we had a chance of full cycle of, re- of recruiting in terms of who we brought in. So uh, I would say there's a, a lot more familiarity. We don't have a, a group that's going through first uh, again, like every day was a first last year for our entire group. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, some familiarity, which often, you know, help, helps to breed that comfort. It's said that familiarity can breed contempt. But I would say that uh, the opposite would be true of this basketball team. And we're going to get into some X and O stuff and, and all that. But, but right now, the thing that has jumped off the page to me uh, in, in, in practice, exhibition game against Capitol, uh, North Florida, uh, Coppin State, these guys flat out like each other and they like playing together. Well, you know, we talked about that this summer, you know, and that was something I thought was pretty evident from, from day one when uh, our group came together sometime late June, early July, is that they really enjoyed being around each other. You know, we got a bunch of guys that enjoy being in the gym. They enjoy working on the craft. And then off the court, they enjoy being with each other. You'll You'll often see a group of them that'll be, uh, going to dinner together, uh, you know, they'll they'll do team events uh, that are just organized by the players, uh, whether it's a movie or dinner or whatever it may be. So I think it's a group that really enjoys being around each other. They have a lot in common, and and uh, you know, I think that that helps in terms of you know what you're trying to build as a basketball team. Well, to a man, when I've talked to them, they enjoy practice. 
I mean, they enjoy coming to work, so to speak, that practice is a chance to, to, do, to be together and to get better as opposed to, well, got to go to practice. Well, that, that's important. You know, I, I think uh, if you're going to be good at anything you do, you know, you got to be able to have fun with it. You got to be able to, uh, to find the joy in it. And I think that, you know, that's something that, you know, from a culture standpoint that we talk about in terms of, of, of you know, what's, for example, what's your best case scenario? You know, what, what are you hoping to get out of this? And obviously we have a, a group of guys. I think you talk to any, any basketball program across the country and, and most of the players, if not all of them, will tell you that they, they hope to, to be able to play for as long as they can, whether that's in the NBA, overseas, or uh, wherever they can, where if they can make a living playing basketball, that's what everybody wants to do. So what does that look like? What is that, what's required for you to, for you to be able to, to give yourself the best chance to do that? So the work that you have to put in, uh, you have to be able to be enthusiastic about that. You have to be willing to, to work hard. Uh, in terms of what you put into it. And I think we've got a group of guys that, uh, like I said, I think they enjoy each other. They enjoy what they're doing. They're enjoying being student athletes at the University of Dayton. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's a big part of it. A lot of these guys, half of this team, are, are new to college basketball. Uh, one of the newcomers uh, was recognized by the Atlantic 10 today as Obi Toppin uh, with a, a couple of uh, ball games of 18 and 19 points, uh, a game of 10 rebounds and then one rebound, uh, <laughs> um, is the A-10 uh, newcomer of the week uh, for his performance. And uh, so it's always great when the league recognizes uh, a player for, for, for what he's done. But uh, – I was not surprised that Obi has, has done the things that he's done on the court. I, I saw him in practice last year, and I knew he had the, the energy, the enthusiasm, and was a very coachable guy. I, I thought success was, was, was going to be available to him if, if he would continue on that path. Yeah, well, he, he certainly, uh, you know, it's, it's been a, a journey for him because of last year obviously having to sit out and not being able to play in games, but he got a chance to get some experience every day in practice. and. Uh, and approach uh, that season as, a, as an opportunity. And I think he was able to do that. So congratulations to him for being recognized by, by the conference. And I think he would be the first to tell you that, you know, he was the beneficiary of, of some of the things that his teammates were able to, to make easier for him. You know, and I think that's the thing with any, any good team, any good player, you, you play to your strengths to make the game easier for your teammates and your teammates play to their strength to make the game easier for you. So uh, he was the beneficiary of, of a lot of that and obviously is a talented young man as well. So, uh, you know, hopefully every game will continue to grow and get better and learn. And, uh, you know, that's a part of his process. Another player who was not on the court last year is on the court this year for you, uh, Ryan Mikesell. And uh, for, for Dayton fans who, who had seen Ryan before, I think they may be impressed, I know I am, with Ryan Mikesell 2.0, uh, the new and improved Ryan Mikesell with two healthy hips that can actually move and, and to take the basketball acumen he has and the work ethic he has and actually have an impact on the game like, like he has not been able to do before. Yeah, you know, for Ryan going through last year, you know, when I, when I, when I got here in April, you know, we, we actually had maybe two workouts on, on the court you know, where he was able to actually go through uh, just some, some skill development stuff. And so you could tell his feel was really good. And then obviously we got the news that, that uh, you know, he was going to need the double hip surgery. And, and the approach to that was probably going to be long term. And eventually ended up uh, the decision was made early 
uh, that he needed to just take the year to make sure he got himself healthy and ready. So it's been a, a process for him as well. And I say this, I, I, I said this maybe a week ago, uh, and, and you, you have to remind yourself that, you know, sometimes when the game is taken away from you, you get a different appreciation and, uh, and a respect for, for, for what it's all about. And Ryan was always, uh, you know, you, again, I didn't have a chance to coach him his first two years, but you, know, you look at film and you watch the way he approaches the game. He's always very cerebral. But I think what the year did for him is it gave him even an added maturity and an added hunger to get back out there. And you realize how quickly things can change, you know, when, when an injury takes place. So for him to be back out there, uh, he's worked extremely hard uh, just to get himself physically and mentally ready to go back and compete. And, you know, he's had some, some minor bumps and bruises, an ankle sprain that kept him out for a little bit. And, uh, you know, just trying to get his body to where he can, he can maximize what he does. So for him to be out there uh, is a credit to his work ethic. Our trainers, our medical staff did an unbelievable job. Uh, he has no, no issues with his hips. And uh, he's playing good basketball. So, uh, you know, again, another guy that I think, you know, the system is new to him. Uh, you know, the, the year off, I think he's, he's, he's uh, working himself back into being very comfortable on the floor. And, uh, you know, a guy that's in his fourth year of school uh, has a different maturity, which our team needs. So he, he's a very welcome addition. Now the Dayton Flyers off to a 2-0 start uh, with one game coming up this week, Friday, against Purdue-Fort Wayne. A week from today, they head to the Bahamas for the Battle for Atlantis, something we'll be talking about as we continue. It is the Anthony Grant Show. We are live here at Frickers on Woodman Drive. The Anthony Grant Show, live from Frickers on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now the three big things you need to know. The top stories we're following this hour. A Springfield fire claims a family's dog. Amazon announcing plans to bring part of their operation to Clinton County. And we could see a bit of snow on the ground in the morning. You're never more than 15 minutes from Dayton's top stories. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO Continuing News. Hear ye, hear ye. I bringeth thee a message from... <clears throat> a message from the king and his new trumpeteer, Stephen. The king wishes me to convey his favor to thine team and thine tailgate. Not yet. He invites thee to let the bot light flow forth. And he also wishes me to tell thee that he toasts thee. Waiteth until the end, Stephen. With game day's favorite light logger and the slogan of his kingdom... Oh, dilly dilly. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB, St. Louis, Missouri. Frickers is the home for incredible value. Monday, boneless frickin' chicken wings. Tuesday, traditional frickin' chicken wings. Wednesday, sirloin steak dinner. And Thursday, frickin' chicken chunks. Frickers is also ready to handle your graduation party or large catering order. Frickers takes the worry out of what's for lunch, dinner, or late night. Everyday values are at only one place. The home for fun, food, sports, and spirits is also the home for everyday values. Frickers. Maytag and Logan Master Appliance will help you stand up to messes with a Maytag brand kitchen suite that's engineered to resist fingerprints. So stainless steel keeps looking stainless. The easy to clean fingerprint resistant stainless steel finish keeps your kitchen looking as good on the outside as it works on the inside. See store for full details and qualified models. Logan Master Appliance. When service matters, call the masters. 
Did you know that in Dayton there is a financial and strategic advisory firm that provides both advice and execution for their clients? It's true, and they're in their second decade of serving the Miami Valley. They are MLA Companies, and you can find out more about them at mlacompanies.com or by calling 937-222-3622. Make sure to ask about their trademark value implementation process. MLA Companies. Financial wisdom. Transformative action trusted advisors. DPNL powers the Miami Valley. In partnership with the Salvation Army, DPNL assists families due to unexpected financial loss. Donate through dpnl.com gift or respond to the envelope in your bill. Together, we can warm the homes and hearts of our neighbors. Cloudy skies, a chance for a few rain showers this evening and a few snow showers late tonight. Not much accumulation, maybe a coating in spots overnight. Temperatures fall off to 29 by morning, so that could create a few slick spots. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell at the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to The Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now, back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hansgen. Hey, welcome back here to Frickers, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits, specifically uh, the Woodman Drive location and the home of the Anthony Grant Show. Monday nights uh, during the Flyer basketball season. However, next Monday, we won't have a show because uh, Dayton will be traveling uh, down to the Bahamas for the Battle for Atlantis that day. So we'll be back here in two weeks uh, to recap, obviously, that tournament. Um, but Dayton off to a great start, 2-0. and uh, Before we get into take a look at uh, those wins over North Florida, Coppin State, um, obviously the big question, uh, Josh Cunningham. What's, what Can you give us an update on his uh, progress uh, from the uh, wrist injury? Yeah, well, Josh has made – he's made pretty good progress. Um, he, he was able to shoot today. Uh, non-contact, and, uh, you know, we anticipate that if everything continues to go well that, that he should be back available for us by Friday. I saw him on campus last week, and I yelled hi, and he turned and he waved at me. I said, don't do that. Don't do that. Use, use the other hand or whatever. Or just ignore me. Ignore me. Better yet, you know. Uh, but, no, it's, it's obviously Dayton is a better team with Josh Cunningham. Um, but you did, uh, you did get two wins, and some guys had to step up and play. Uh, it, it was almost like a practice for if, in fact, you get into foul trouble or something unforeseen happens down the road, you got a chance to look at lineups that would not include Josh. Yeah, well, you know, obviously, as you mentioned, we're, we're, we, we like having Josh available. Uh, but uh, certainly you can't control uh, injuries or sometimes a part of the game. And uh, so, you know, you have to be prepared and, and uh, next man up mentality. And I thought our guys, we were a little shorthanded. Uh, you know, we had a, a couple of guys that experienced some cramping over the course of the two games because of the, the extra load of minutes that we had to play, guys. But you're right, we got a chance to see some different combinations on the floor. Uh, we got a chance to look at some, some, some different, uh, different lineups. And I think, obviously, uh, I've always felt that if, if you, can, you can go through that, that adversity that you go through early in the year, just learning about yourself, you know, and I think that that gave us a chance to learn a little quicker uh, about ourselves. And obviously, once you add Josh back to the mix, you can see kind of some different combinations that may be able to work well together based on the experience that we got the first two games. 
Speaking of your of your roster, um, right after the game on Saturday uh, in the post uh, post game press conference, uh, you addressed some some potential plans for freshman Frankie Policelli, and and specifically, what are you looking at maybe doing with Frankie? Yeah, so Frankie's going to redshirt this year. Uh, you know, we felt like just with our, our, our roster being what it is, uh, his opportunities to get consistent minutes uh, as a freshman uh, compared to what where he could benefit from an extra year of maturity, of development, of growth, uh, that it was in his best interest uh, to do that. And so we, we had a chance to speak to him after the uh, North Florida game and, and uh, uh, gave him an opportunity to, to kind of look at it from our perspective in terms of, you know, every kid walks in a, on a college campus and, and they want to play. They want to compete. They want to be with their classmates and, and compete. And, so from a short-term standpoint, it's a, difficult, it's a difficult decision. But long-term, in terms of where he wants to be for his future and his career, uh, we felt like it was the best situation. And after talking to, to his family, he felt like uh, that he agreed and, and he saw the benefits of it. And I give Frankie credit. I think he's, he's a, as a young man, an 18-year-old, he's got the maturity to, 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 to think long-term and to understand and to trust that uh, myself and our staff uh, have his best interest at heart in terms of what he – is capable of doing. We think he's got a chance to be a really good player. Uh, I think this year will, will greatly benefit him uh, to be able to do that. And obviously, uh, you know, the other thing we talked about is on a daily basis uh, that he's still preparing himself uh, just in case. You know, you never know. Obviously, we had a, a scare with Josh here, and he's missed two games, and we hope to have him back here, uh, you know, for our next game. But you never know what could happen during the course of the season. So he's got to stay ready mentally and physically, and uh, I think he understands that he's prepared to do that. I couldn't help but think about uh, a freshman in the 83-84 season that didn't get a lot of minutes and uh, wondered if, if, if he had it to do over again, if he would have liked to have maybe had a redshirt year that year and then uh, gone on to have four years without Roosevelt Chapman <laughs> in front of him. Uh, you ever think about that, Coach? Time to time. Okay. Time to time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I was uh, – Gosh, 16 years old. You know, I played my last college game at 20. I tell the guys that story sometimes. And, uh, you know, so any a, a year can make a huge difference. You know, so, uh, you know, to, to have – for Frankie to have that opportunity, uh, I think uh, the thing he's got to understand, and, and really young people all over the country have to understand, is, is that's, a, uh, that's a show of confidence, you know, in terms of what he's capable of, 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 of becoming. So – you know, a lot of work's got to happen in between that, but but we feel like he's uh he's got a bright future ahead of him. All right, uh, two games under your belt, plus the exhibition game, plus a a fall of practice. What is this team doing well right now? I think uh we're we're playing well together. I think we're sharing the ball. I think uh, defensively, I I feel like we've made improvements. Uh, the last game, obviously, the numbers showed it. The first game, <clears throat> not necessarily. Uh, we, we weren't as, as, as productive or effective as we needed to be, but I, I feel like we're getting better from a defensive standpoint. I think our guys are, are locked into trying to do the things that we're asking them to do from a defensive standpoint. So, again, we're two games in. Um, you know, it, it's really hard to, to really hang your hat in terms of, of who you are identity-wise, but I think we're, we're, we're trying to, to establish that. And uh, – for that, I think we're, 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 uh, we're where we need to be. One of your newcomers, uh, Dwayne Cohill, seems to relish 
playing defense. And uh, it, it's rare that you see someone come out of high school who was a prolific scorer in high school, who was the guy who had the ball in his hands and, and, and was called upon to score, uh, to see him uh, take on learning to be a defender in college and, and do so with, a, with, a, with relish. Uh, it's, it's unusual. Well, I think the thing that, that you have to understand about Dwayne is, is Dwayne chose the University of Dayton because he wanted to be a part of, of, of team. He wanted to be a part of family. He wanted to be a part of something bigger than himself. And uh, I think he felt very comfortable uh, with uh, the family he'd be walking into here and, and uh, the teammates, the staff, everybody. And uh, that's really who he is. And obviously, you know, he had a lot of success uh, in high school and that's a big transition for any freshman uh, walking into college and especially a true freshman and having a chance to, to, to play as many minutes as he's uh, had a chance to play up to this point. And, again, every game for him is a, is a, a new experience. It's a first. Uh, so, uh, you know, the thing that myself and our staff and his teammates have told him uh, that we need is for him to be locked in from a defensive standpoint and understand as he gains that experience, as he gains the maturity, the game will start to slow down for him. Uh, both offensively and defensively, but the thing that he can do right away is impact us uh, on the defensive end with his God-given abilities and his, and his IQ for the game. Talking about impacts, uh, you have three captains this year. We've already talked about uh, Ryan Mikesell and, and, and Josh Cunningham. Your third captain is, is Trey Landers, who emerged as, as, as not only a productive player last year, but as a leader uh, in last year's team. Has he even stepped up more so this year in that role for you, not just on game days, but overall? No question. No question. I think uh, it, it, his impact is, is noticed every single day, whether it's on the court, in the weight room, uh, in the locker room, on campus. <clears throat> Trey's got a, a, uh, a personality about him uh, that, that just, uh, you know, his presence is always felt. So I, I think, uh, you know, the combination of, of what he brings with his energy, uh, with his confidence. <clears throat> and you combine that with what Josh brings in terms of his experience, uh, his reliability, his leadership, and then Ryan, uh, the same thing. You know, I think we've got all three of them ha have different strengths in terms of what the type of leaders they are, and they really complement each other well. So uh, I, I think it's, it's worked out really well for our team. Well, the Dayton Flyers off to a 2-0 start to have a game coming up Friday at home against uh, Purdue Fort Wayne, the Mastodons. And then uh, a week from today, we'll be on a plane heading uh, for the Bahamas in the battle for Atlantis. We'll be talking about that. And also, Flyer football heading into its final game of the season at Jacksonville on Saturday, coming off a, a win in the home finale that uh, was something to behold. And Coach Rick Chamberlain is going to be sitting in to join us coming up when we continue. It's the Anthony Grant Show, and we are live at Frickers on Woodman Drive. The Anthony Grant Show, live from Frickers on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 730. I'm Dave Daniels. Here are the three big things you need to know this hour. A Springfield fire claims a family's dog. 
Amazon announcing plans to bring part of their operation to Clinton County. And our top story, we could see a bit of snow on the ground in the morning. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell. I'm tracking our threat for some snow overnight when we could see more of it later this week. My forecast straight ahead. Now WHIO, triple team traffic. Our roadway's looking good around the Miami Valley right now. No major delays or accidents to tell you about. We do have a disabled vehicle on South 75 at Austin Boulevard that has the right lane blocked there. But it looks like traffic's still moving well through that area. Our top story, it is possible you could see a little snow tonight. Storm system moving into the Miami Valley here late tonight as temperatures will be dropping. We'll look for the threat for a little bit of light rain or even a bit of a mix here as we head late into the evening. Better chance for snow showers tonight, but not everyone will get the snow. There is some dry air in place, and the snow is going to have a tough time working through that dry air. Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell's exclusive forecast coming up in just moments. Well, check your comic collection tonight. The legendary co-creator of Marvel Comics, Stan Lee, has passed away. The 95-year-old was rushed to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center. Lee started with Jack Kirby in 1961 with the Fantastic Four. He went on to create Spider-Man, Black Panther, The Incredible Hulk, X-Men, Iron Man, and The Avengers. While Disney bought Marvel in 2009 for $4 billion. Fox's Michelle Polino Lee revived the comic industry in the 1960s by offering the costumes and action craved by younger readers while insisting on sophisticated plots, college-level dialogue, satire, science fiction, and even philosophy. Amazon announcing plans today to open a new air gateway and package sorting operation at Wilmington Air Park in Clinton County. The company says it's growing its investment in Clinton County as it continues to build out its hub operation at the Cincinnati Northern Kentucky International Airport. WHIO's Jason Michaels, no word yet on just how many jobs will be created. With local news every 15 minutes, this is WHIO Continuing News. A Springfield family loses their dog to a house fire Monday. The family themselves able to get out. The fire believed to have started in the basement of the home on East Southern Avenue, which is heavily damaged, according to fire officials. The cause of that blaze still under investigation. Now with the most accurate and dependable forecast, here's Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell. Cloudy skies tonight, a chance for a few rain or snow showers this evening and just light snow showers overnight. Looks like dry air winning out, so very little accumulation expected, a half inch or less, most areas less. Down to 29 in the morning, clouds will break tomorrow, but cold, a high of 38. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar, cloudy skies, but not seeing any precipitation at this hour around the Miami Valley. 34 degrees in Piqua, 38 in Springfield, and 40 degrees in Dayton at 733. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO Continuing News. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. A lot of you have been asking me, where are we going next summer? I'm excited to announce we're going to Greece. YMT Vacations 10-day tour of Greece and her islands. It begins on June 19th. We fly to Athens, where we will visit the Acropolis, the Parthenon, and classic white dome churches with plenty of time to explore this ancient seat of civilization, along with all the wonderful food, music, and culture. Then we move on to the islands of Mykonos and Santorini, where we take in the spectacular natural beauty and gorgeous beaches. And our local YMT tour guide will be with us every step of the way. 
Price for this fully guided tour, which includes the tour, hotels, breakfast, some dinners, round-trip airfare from Columbus, and all taxes and fees, is $33.29 after a $250 per person savings if you book now. So call YMT Vacations at 800-716-1757, 800-716-1757. We'll see you this summer in Greece. What does building a better bank look like? It starts with building Capital One cafes, warm, inviting places that feel nothing like a typical bank, where you can open an account with no fees or minimums in five minutes, and you'll always find people ready to help you, not sell you. Welcome to Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? For consumers only, offered by Capital One and a member FDIC, cafes available in select locations. Copyright 2018 Capital One. Gold Bond salutes all you fixers out there. Fixers of wobbly chairs, squeaky stairs, and drippy faucets. Folks who can fix just about anything, except dry cracked hands. Whoa, that's bad. Man. Say hello to Gold Bond Crack Skin Cream. More than a lotion, it precisely fills, soothes, and protects rough cracked fingers and knuckles. 91% said cracked skin felt smoother in one day. Yep, feeling good. Gold Bond Crack Skin Cream. Find it at First Aid at Walgreens. You're listening to The Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now, back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. Hey, welcome back here uh, to Frickers uh, on uh, Woodman Drive, your home of fun, food, sports, and spirits, and The Anthony Grant Show here during the Flyer basketball season. But it's still Flyer football season. Uh, it is that overlap time of year. And uh, Coach Rick Chamberlain uh, of the Flyers joins us uh, coming off a 63-20 win over Moorhead State in the, in the home finale. You've got one game coming up um, at Jacksonville on Saturday. Uh, a winning season is at stake uh, with that. Uh, so a, a lot at stake. But there was a lot on the line Saturday for senior day and everything. And uh, far and away the most complete game uh, yep. you have played so far this season. Uh, you're correct, Larry, in that uh, I felt like we were in control from the opening kickoff. Our offense was moving the ball and and uh, coming up with plays, scoring points, and our defense was stopping them. They had a big fourth down in which they went for it, and, and we stopped them, and it just gave us great field position. So, And we just kept building on it, building on it there. And uh, they got a couple scores in the first half, but never really, I felt, put pressure on us. The big concern was how will we come out in the second half? We had such a big lead, and you don't want to have a letdown and get sloppy and, and let your opponents start scoring a lot of points. You want to keep up your scoring. And we did that by evidence on the very first play of the second half. Tucker Inger breaks one for 70 yards for a touchdown. And uh, so it went quite well on Saturday. Tucker Yanger, 264 yards, second-best single day for a flyer uh, running the football. Uh, he goes over 1,000 yards uh, for back-to-back years, the only Dayton player yep. to ever do that. And he's now 27 yards shy of Connor Kasser for the all-time rushing mark uh, in the career uh, at the University of Dayton. You knew these numbers were piling up. So it's seven minutes to go in the third quarter. 
Was there any thought to, to keeping him in there? Well, uh, you sound like my son, Tyler, when he called me <laughs> Saturday night. Uh, he didn't say, hello, Dad, have a great game. The first thing he said, why did you take Tucker out? And uh, at that point, Larry, to be honest with you, I knew Tucker had a good game going and everything, but you're thinking about so many other things, right, Anthony? Oh, yeah. And um, we need Tucker this week. And so I said, hey, when he scored that second touchdown there in the second in the third quarter, I said, he's done. I said, let's take him out. It wasn't until after the game I heard that he was 27 yards short, but I probably would have done the same thing. Because like I said, uh, we need Tucker this week. And how bad would I feel if he went out there and on the next play got hurt? And so we've got a healthy Tucker Yinger ready for this week. You pulled out uh, – you opened up the playbook a little bit uh, on, on Saturday. We saw a double reverse uh, pass uh, that should have been caught by – should, should have been a touchdown. And then uh, your senior right tackle captain, Ben Goffier, lines up at fullback and, and carries it in for a touchdown on a one-yard run. How, when, did you, when did you guys put that in? That week, uh, this past week, it's, it was called BG. That was the play. And uh, so uh, we got to that point where ran the ball once, got it down to the one-yard line. It was second and one. And uh, I heard Coach King start yelling, BG, BG. And the guys knew right now what what they were doing. And so they lined up. Like you said, they put uh, Ben Gauthier, a 280-pound tackle, in the backfield and and uh, ran a kind of a wedge block up front and gave it to Ben. And when I was watching the film, I told Ben, I said, Ben, I don't think he needed to jump, but he did. He went ahead and leaped into the end zone there to just get the feeling for it, I guess. Uh, his, his, his vertical leap was nothing for you to, to take notice of, though, Anthony. I mean, uh, he's, he's, playing the right, he's playing the right sport. Let's put it that way. I understand. Um, uh, and then let, let's uh, let, comment, if you would, about uh, Chris Papalia, your, yeah. your, your Andy Zuli Award winner. Um, Talk about him, and, and that for the for the basketball fans who may not be as familiar with the, the football program, uh, the Andy Zuli Award is the highest honor in uh, in Dayton football, and it goes to the guy who just embodies what Dayton football is all about, what it means to be a great teammate, to be a great student on campus, to be a leader in the community, uh, just a great guy, and it's not necessarily someone who piles up a lot of stats. No. Chris uh, Papalia, your backup punter, Yep. Uh, was, was your winner. Was our winner. And, and Larry, I have to say, and you know this, uh, we have 28 seniors this year, and it's a hard choice. It's strictly for a senior, and uh, you try to whittle it down. You can usually get it down to maybe the top eight, something like that, but it, it gets very, very tricky. But, Chris, uh, he just has it all, which you were just talking about. You're talking about a, a, the team player. Here's a guy who – punted his first game of his freshman year over at Robert Morris. He and Sean Smith, they were the two guys, and really they were kind of back and forth. And coming out of that game, we felt like Sean was the better punter, which he has shown. I mean, he's broke all kind of records and everything. But for Chris, he kept plugging away, did whatever he could do for us. He could see, hey, I'm not going to move a guy out that's setting records here at Dayton and maybe a pro, pro player next year. And so he just did everything he could for us. He was on scout team. 
He played in the secondary against our offense. And uh, the offensive coaches would tell me he wasn't just back air playing. He was telling the freshmen what to do when it came to certain coverages and everything. He enjoys University of Dayton, both the football program, the school. He's from Pittsburgh, uh, has a number of friends here, of course. And uh, it was a really special Saturday. His brothers, his sisters, his mother, and they didn't know. No one knows until it's announced. Uh, I'm the only one, and, and Doug Hosschild. Uh, we're the only two that know before the game. And so, very special day for Chris, but well-deserved. Well, it was a, it was a great day uh, all the way around for the Flyers with a, a 63-20 win over Moorhead State. And uh, that in the afternoon, then, the, uh, then, then a 76-46 uh, win over Coppin State in basketball in the night. Must be some type of record. Uh, for two teams to combine for victories with a combined margin of victory of 73 points. Um, I don't know if they keep stats like that, but I don't think it happens too often. Uh, I don't think so either, Larry. Well, um, you got one game against Jacksonville. Yes. We're going to talk about that a little bit coming up. But right now, I always, love, I always like it when you get you guys together and let coaches talk to each other because coaches speak an entirely different language than the, the rest of us mere mortals. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, I always, I'm always an anxious, Rick. I mean, you've always got questions uh, for for Anthony about, you know, about coaching, about mm -hmm. how, what he does, and, and, and Coach Grant. I want you to to ask a, a football coach about about uh, what's unique to his sport. So, what would uh, what would be a question you'd have for Coach Grant, Coach Chamberlain? My question to to you, Anthony, would be. Uh, I mean, with basketball, you're up and down the floor, up and down the floor. What do you do for conditioning? Do you just practice and practice hard, or do you say, okay, get on the line. We're going to run 10 suicides right now. Yeah. How do you build that conditioning yeah, that's a, that's a great through, question. through the season there? Yeah, so, so it, it used to be uh, back when, um, when I played, you, you couldn't, the coaches couldn't touch the team until October 15th. Right, right. The midnight madness. So yep. everything you did was preseason conditioning. The strength coach had you. Uh, or you, you did some type of running, a preseason running program because you couldn't do anything with the basketball until October 15th. In today's game, you know, we have the guys in the summer. Mm -hmm. So um, we get four hours a week that we can work with them in the summer, and it can be teamwork. So you do that, and then you do that again in the fall, uh, and then you also have an, an additional four hours that your strength coach can work with them. So what I found is what I what I worry about as a coach is overtraining. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, more than okay. whether or not our guys will be you know, in the condition they need to be. The best way to to, to prepare for basketball is to play basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no uh, running program that the movements that you have to make playing basketball. You're going to get that through playing. So um, we'll do what what we did in the uh, the preseason was uh, two days. Uh, agility work some of it was short distance running some of it was just on movements on the court and a lot of it was just skill work and playing mm -hmm. and uh you know i felt like uh what we didn't want to do is as i mentioned overtrain or peak our guys right. uh, too early uh but i think right now we're, we're we're in a pretty good place in terms of our conditioning in terms of uh, where we need to be from a physical standpoint our, our strength coach uh ed stride has done a great job of, of tempering uh, where our guys need to be, uh, both physically and mentally, as we uh, as we approach uh, the early part of our season here. 
Well, they, uh, like I said, I watched the game Saturday there, and they looked like they were in really good shape. And well, so they must it. be doing something right there. I appreciate it. I All right, Coach it. Grant, if you were going to pick the brain of a football coach <laughs> and you got one sitting there right next to you, what, what, would, what would you ask, ask Coach Chamberlain? Well, my, my question is, is just simply uh, you mentioned you had 28 seniors this, this year, which is, which is incredible. You know, from for me, I don't have 28 players. You've got 28 <laughs> seniors. <laughs> Believe uh, me, it, it is a challenge. It is, Anthony. Uh, I guess just for me, just uh, to be able to to uh, to manage. Obviously, you've got one game left in the regular season. Uh, your messaging for your team as you approach uh, the last game with the seniors uh, playing their last game in a Dayton uniform, and then obviously for uh, the guys that you'll have returning just your messaging uh, and how you approach this last game. How we would approach it is is the idea that for your seniors, uh, for most of them, and really all of them, like I said, Smitty might be playing next year for somebody, but it's going to be last time they're going to be football players. And so they want to make sure they, they take it all in this last week of practice, everything that they do, their meetings, their – uh, individual periods, uh, whatever we're doing, take it all in and yeah. enjoy it and just get the best uh, preparation you can for that final game yeah. when you're out there so you can do it your best. For our underclassmen, the whole idea is, okay, we've won two in a row now. Let's go to three in a row to go into the winter because, as you know, Anthony, uh, 2019, that season doesn't start next August for us. That 2019 season is going to start in January. And so you want some momentum, some uh, excitement going into it. And uh, if you can do that by winning your last game, that gets those underclassmen really going then. No question. I, I'll add something, Coach, for, you know, for the thing we talk about a lot is, is the younger players have to understand that they have, a, they have an obligation to those seniors. You know, at some point they're going to be seniors and it goes by fast. So I would hope that, that they would have uh, the proper mindset to make sure they send those seniors send out, out the right way, uh, yes. let those guys enjoy a victory that last was a, game because they'll want those younger guys to do that for do them. Do for them. And, and that was kind of the big point for the senior day there at Welcome yeah. Stadium was that idea, hey, our seniors deserve your best effort you today. You know, seniors got a great send-off and one more game to come. While the basketball season is just getting underway, we continue on the Anthony Grant Show. We are live at Crickers here on Woodman Drive. The Anthony Grant Show, live from Frickers on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now the three big things you need to know. The top stories we're following this hour. A woman holding a baby is shot in a Dayton apartment. The Florida recounts are underway, sort of. And some winter weather is on its way to the Miami Valley. You're never more than 15 minutes from Dayton's top stories. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO Continuing News. Hello, it is I, thine king. Today, I speaketh on behalf of Bud Light and the most sacred of traditions, the tailgate. In my days as a collegiate liege, I hosted the very first tailgate in Yon Woods. We didn't have coolers or sports. We were basically just in the woods. But we had Bud Light, so a tailgate it was. Anyway, I invite you to continue my legacy and enjoy Bud Light courtesy of me at your tailgate. Also courtesy of me. Dilly dilly. 
Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Did you know that in Dayton there is a financial and strategic advisory firm that provides both advice and execution for their clients? It's true, and they're in their second decade of serving the Miami Valley. They are MLA companies, and you can find out more about them at mlacompanies.com or by calling 937-222-3622. Make sure to ask about their trademark value implementation process. MLA companies. Financial wisdom, transformative action, trusted advisors. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics as the official sports medicine provider for 42 area schools. We treat more student-athletes than anyone else in the region. From injury prevention, treatment, and sports performance, our team of board-certified sports medicine and orthopedic physicians, athletic trainers, and rehabilitation specialists offer a comprehensive program focused on the goals of each athlete. To learn more or to find a Premier Health sports medicine specialist, visit premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. Premier Health, taking care to a higher level. For more than 100 years, DPNL has powered the Miami Valley and has helped solve our community's needs. A strong partner and neighbor is who we are, and our legacy continues with the DPNL Gift of Power program. In partnership with the Salvation Army, DPNL is raising funds to assist local families with their heating bills due to unexpected financial hardship. To donate, go to dpnl.com/gift or respond to the envelope in your bill. With your gift, together we can warm the homes and hearts of our neighbors. We know your convenience matters. Visit mcair.com to get an instant online quote for a McAfee system. Any season, any time, McAfee. Skies, a chance for a few rain showers this evening and a few snow showers late tonight. Not much accumulation, maybe a coating in spots overnight. Temperatures fall off to 29 by morning, so that could create a few slick spots. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to The Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now, back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. Hey, welcome back here to the Anthony Grant Show here at Frickers, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits, and the Anthony Grant Show every Monday night during the Flyer basketball season, except for next Monday, because Dayton will be on the road at, uh, at the uh, traveling to the Bahamas for the Battle for Atlantis. Well, we've got the Bud Light mic available again to the folks here at Frickers. Tom, you are the first person on the Bud Light mic this season and for that, you get a sack of wet mice. That's not the major award I was expecting. Okay. <laughs> Do you Co- have a question? Co- Coach Chamberlain, great yeah. year. You know, we're, I know you guys work hard every week, and, and sometimes in, uh, uh, re- in relatively uh, rough circumstances, but best of luck to you down in Jacksonville. Thank so, you, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Co- Co- Coach Grant, uh, 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 it seems like uh, uh, Jordan Davis is uh, – uh, much more confident this year. Uh, he seems to be playing uh, uh, really, really at a really high level, uh, and uh, he seems stronger uh, to me. And uh, just uh, your thoughts, your thoughts on yeah. that. And then, then the other thing was, I th- I thought uh, that maybe uh, 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 Jalen Crutcher. It looks like uh, I mean, it's almost impossible to stop a runner, a running shot, and he's been working on that. I know that worked a few times last year, but it looks even better at it this year, and it looks like it's bled over to Jordan Davis and also uh, uh, also uh, Jerry Matos. Well, thanks, Tom. I, I think, um, you know, for 
Jordan specifically, who you asked about, you know, I think last year the experience he got as a freshman kind of thrown to the wolves a little bit, and, and uh, he was able to, I think, find, the, find himself toward the latter half uh, uh, of last season. And I, I think he's carried that, that experience and, and from what he got last year into this year. I think he was, uh, had a really good summer in terms of his work in the weight room, his work in the gym. Uh, I think he's uh, uh, a lot more confident. You know, I think a year helps with that just in terms of uh, it's not his first time going through it. So I think he's a lot more confident and he's able to, to kind of expand his game, uh, so to speak, and he's been able to add some things. Our, our, our staff has done a really good job working with him uh, in terms of what he, needs to, uh, what he needs to do both offensively and defensively. And I think he's, again, a guy that is only a sophomore, I think, just scratching the surface and, uh, but I think he's a lot more comfortable, uh, you know, being a sophomore now. Uh, and I would say the same thing with Jalen. You know, obviously Jalen, you know, last year uh, at that position, at the point guard position, a, a lot was asked of him. And uh, I think he really benefited uh, from the experiences he got last year. He's uh, a year older, much more physically mature than he was when he walked in this time last year. And uh, he's benefited from that. And then obviously for Jerry, it's his first year playing Division One, even though he's an older guy that's been through junior college. And he's been able to, to, to reap the benefits of having uh, a guy like Jalen or Jordan who's been in the program, that has a routine, that has a familiarity with what they're doing. So it's not brand new to, to, to everybody in terms of uh, what we do and how we work and what they should be doing. So those guys, even though they're only sophomores, they're younger guys in the program, uh, they are able to help the new guys coming in, so there's a little bit of carryover. Thanks, Coach. Yep. All right, thank you, Tom. That's the way it works, the Bud Light Mike, and uh, obviously throughout the course of the season, uh, folks can avail themselves of that uh, and ask the coach uh, questions. And um, let's talk a little bit about uh, what you've got ahead of you. Um, you've, you've got a game Friday against uh, uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne, and, and obviously a, a team that you need to prepare for and you need to focus on, maybe even more so because you don't want guys thinking about getting on that plane a week from today. They need to worry about the task at hand first. Well, no, no question, and I, and I think hopefully, uh, hopefully our guys understand that. You know, uh, I, I think uh, you know every day we talk about what we need to do to get a little bit better. So in, in practice, and it's a game of habits. So we want to make sure we're building good habits every single day. And uh, so you know, this week, uh, you know, today, uh, tomorrow will be more about us than anything. And then as we get later in the week, we'll start to get more specific uh, with our next opponent. And then we'll take it one game at a time. Coach, you've, uh, Chamberlain, you've got uh, one game left at, at Jacksonville. And so in addition to preparing for Jacksonville, you've got to kind of prepare to figure out who is going to be on that airplane because you don't have unlimited uh, numbers that you can take with you. Um, yeah. How difficult is that process for you this week? It, it gets difficult, Larry, because uh, – by league rule, we're only allowed to take so many. And then, of course, you have all your support staff and everything. And it's not like a bus where you can crowd on there. you got plane tickets there. But what we do, we look at uh, the two deep at each position there. Then what you start doing is filling in special teams. Uh, it comes down to a guy who's on three special teams and a guy that's a backup on, on an offense or defense, but he's not on any special teams. We're going to take the special teams guy. And, and you and I were re, uh, reminiscing about uh, one of those young men a number of years ago, Mike Ramacone, who was the, the last player taken on a trip to Drake. 
because of him being on uh, certain special teams. And here in the Drake game, all at once he blocks a punt, which leads to a victory late in the game there. So it really comes down to after you're too deep, who are those needed guys on your special teams? All right, tell us a little bit about Jacksonville, uh, one of the – uh, one of the ground game teams uh, in 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 the in the conference, uh, uh, they're 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 kind of a throwback, aren't they? They are. They're that triple option power type of team, and and all I can uh, need to tell you is their quarterback is sixth in FCS football rushing right now. He's rushed for over fourteen hundred yards in ten games, and uh, he's quite an athlete. Two years ago, he was a corner. And at springtime, they decided to make him a quarterback in this option uh, football, similar to Davidson, but uh, I think they do a little bit more out of it, a true option type of football. So uh, we got to play very disciplined, and then also our offense has got to keep moving the ball. All right, Coach Grant, uh, as you have a, you know, you had a day off yesterday, and now you, it's the preparation begins for not just uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne, but just to move this this flyer basketball team down the road a little bit. Um, what is, what's going to be your, your, your points of emphasis this week moving forward? Well, we, you know, today we were able to <clears throat> watch film from our, from our last game. And, and uh, you know, the thing we, we always talk about is we, we want to try to learn from every experience we go through. So we talked about some things defensively that we did well and some things that we need to prepare a little bit better for uh, to help us get better there. And then offensively, uh, just some things from an execution standpoint. You know, we're still – a work in progress in terms of uh, the stuff that we need to add. And I think uh, it's just about growth, to be honest with you. Um, you know, just, just continue every day to understand how can, we, how can we continue to move the needle and get a little bit better. And, uh, you know, we're only two games in, obviously. Uh, you know, fortunate to, to be 2-0 and right now. And, and uh, I always like to learn through winning. You know, we don't, we don't necessarily want to have to take a loss to teach us a lesson. So... Uh, our guys have that, that the right mindset in terms of I think they understand every time we come in that it's going to be, okay, where, where can we get better? And, uh, you know, the approach to, to watching film and then taking the lessons that we learned uh, from watching film to the court. I felt like in the North Florida game, you know, we were able to win that game, but there were a lot of things there that we needed to do better as we prepared for our next game. And so I was pleased that we were able to, to, to be able to learn from watching film and to have a one-day prep and go out and be better at some of the things we struggled against against North Florida. So as long as we continue to keep that approach uh, in terms of how we can get better, uh, I think we'll be moving in the right direction. All right, big week ahead for the Flyers. It's, uh, it's uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne at the UD Arena on Friday night, 7 o'clock. Mike Hartsock will join Bucky for that call as I'll be flying to uh, Jacksonville Friday morning. And the football finale, Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock against Jacksonville. All the action, both games here on the home of the Flyers. We're back here in two weeks to talk about uh, the battle for Atlantis. And that's all coming up. The Anthony Grant Show here at Frickers on Woodman Drive. Have a great week, everyone. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.